She's been in over 230 episodes of Disney Channel shows and five Disney Channel original movies. She was named an All-American Scholar in ninth grade and graduated from high school at just 16 years old. She has a black belt in Taekwondo. I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And this is History Duffs Presents Brenda's Song Part 2. Oh my god, those are amazing facts. She's an amazing woman. <laughs> that is so cool. It makes sense that she would have a black belt because of Wendy Wu. Like I that's exactly what I thought too. I was like, well, no wonder she's so good at fighting. She's a black belt. Also, 230 episodes of Disney I know. shows. That's insane. She's literally she is left out of the Disney Queen conversation way too much. Yeah, I totally agree. She's been just in our lives for so long. And it wasn't just like that she was in Disney shows and Disney movies. She was so involved in all the promo stuff, like yeah. past the plate. Mm-hmm. So yes, man, those like, other girls, they honestly do not touch her. They don't. She's the and true queen. No hate, but like, there's no one like Brenda. No, nobody in fun. her league. Not to get too ahead of ourselves, but we're going to find out like she maybe didn't always start as a Disney girl. Oh wait, Ooh. we decided we discovered oh, yeah. that last time. Wait, we, we did. We talked about time. 100 Deeds for Eddie McDowd, which was Nickelodeon, but we will talk about more Nickelodeon things in the near future. Maybe even this very episode. <laughs> Maybe even this very second. No. List, keep listening to find out. We're going to talk about Paige's favorite thing in the entire world. Something that Seventh I give her heaven. a lot of grief about. <laughs> I know there's no greater feeling than the love of family. <laughs> Seventh heaven. All right. <laughs> Paige, why don't you tell us a little bit about your relationship with Seventh Heaven first? Seventh Heaven. I'd love to. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, Seventh Heaven was the show that was on TV when I would come home and would turn it on and watch a couple episodes, you know, before dinner. That was, it was always on. And I, (laughs) I had a realization, honestly, recently that I think the reason I liked Seventh Heaven so much is because my parents were very strict with what I was allowed to watch on TV and Seventh Heaven dealt with, you know, some pretty serious issues. So it was like the most scandalous salacious thing that I was allowed to watch on TV. And I think that's why I loved it so much. I learned about so many things. (laughs) It's actually such a salacious salacious show. I mean, I'm listening all over the place right now, but it is. And I think it's like under this guise of like, it's very Christian. So maybe your parents like, you know, kind of don't realize how maybe inappropriate it is. It's kind of like Boy Meets World where it's like, whoa, Ironically, I was not allowed to watch Boy Meets World, uh, like the college years at this time. I was I could watch <laughs> until they went to college because <laughs> my parents were very strict. And there was one episode where Topanga lets Corey look at her butt. What? And that, yeah, my parents were like, whoa, what way do you too mean look cheap. at her butt? Like, like, she, uh, like she flashes her butt or he just like looks at it like in jeans. I think the implication was that she showed him her naked butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> it was I don't remember what the context was exactly, but it was something like if you do this, then like your reward will be looking at my naked butt. They were had also been in a relationship for like 10 years at this point because <laughs> they're yeah. now in college. Yeah. 
I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I wasn't wow. allowed to watch the college episodes of Boy Meets World, but I learned a lot. Seventh Heaven, I grew up fast watching Seventh Heaven, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> I my relationship with Heaven, God, I really can't speak to Heaven Seventh. <laughs> <laughs> my relationship is that was also a show I watched. Uh, while I was home from school, but it was specifically a show I watched while I played The Sims in eighth oh. grade when I lived in Vermont. And it was like, I would watch two episodes of that. I would watch Bringing Home Baby on TLC. That was also on TV, John and Kate plus eight. But I would watch The Sims or I would play The Sims while I watched all of these shows. And it really did influence my Sims lives. Like they went through, they went through some drama they were like going through the same thing that Camden's were on Seventh Heaven. Yeah. Wow. Ruthie, she was my favorite character. I'm sure she was. <laughs> I would have guessed the whole time that. I was like, I can't believe her name is Ruthie. Mm-hmm. She was a cool kid, though. She was. She was. She was, she was the best one. And I love that none of them looked alike, or that like two of them <laughs> would look alike, and then another two would look alike. But it was like they're not. They're clearly not all related. No, they're all just like white kids. So that was enough. We're like, sure. Yeah. The tick or the clip I keep seeing on TikTok right now is the one of the mom being like, I smoked marijuana once. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the dad is like so betrayed by this. Yeah. And I've also been hearing about like an orphan episode, but tell me more about. There's probably a lot of orphan episodes. If I were to guess, there's one, there's one character who just like wanders into their house one day and he becomes like a main, a main character. So oh. He's kind of an orphan. His dad's at war, and oh. his mom's dead. So <laughs> then, but why he's is not his in dad this episode. At war. His dad's at oh, war. Why like, is his dad fighting. at war? He's like in the military. What do you mean, why? <laughs> I know, but like, I feel like they don't just like let you leave your kid. They're like, yeah, I, sh- I don't died, remember. They, like, the military does know that you have families and like would provide for that kid probably. Yeah, I don't remember so how they think explained... he's just like wandering the streets like no, he literally probably put the dad goes... on like family leave. Yeah, he he straight up just goes to the Camden's house and like Lucy assumes that he's one of Mary's friends or something. And Mary assumes that he's one of Lucy's friends. So they just let him stay. And then later he's uh, they're like, how why are you here? And he's like, I heard that this is where you come like when you need help. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god and then okay. he's on the show for several years martin brewer i i i was in love with several him. years yeah yeah wow. he gets Haley duff pregnant uh, martin. <laughs> okay but anyway right. we're not here to talk about martin brewer we're here to talk about brenda song um in the year 2000 brenda was on two episodes called love stinks part one and love stinks part two it was wow, a two-part <laughs> two season finale. Um, <gasps> it was written by Sue Tenney, which is the name of the bad guy from Sky High, but no relation. It's spelled differently. I just had to, I just had to include Wait, that. Well, should, since you said Sky High, can I just tell you that I, I saw Nicholas Braun from Sky High yesterday and I fumbled the bag. I did not, I did not mention Sky High at all. Like a freaking idiot. Instead, maybe you should mention his multiple allegations. I felt like it was best not just to next do that time either. you see him. <laughs> just uh, saying. Well, um, hey, do you want a lamp? Uh, I heard there's some allegations about you. I'm just saying, 
we don't let him off don't let him off the hook you know what i mean <laughs> gotta hold him accountable um okay. <laughs> in this episode each of the camden kids is sort of unlucky in love they're all going through their own romantic struggles uh matt the oldest he has two women who are in love with him Ugh, don't we always yep heather and shauna uh and he's kind of sort of dating both of them but they like know about each other and at one oh. point he picks he picks heather um and he says like i gotta go break up with shauna and heather's like good and matt goes good <laughs> and she's like i mean i like shauna but it's like, yeah, but obviously like, he has to go break up with the other. But like, yeah, it girl. is good. It is it good. Is good. It just weird. Good? Um, no, it's bad for me. Like, good? What do you mean good? <laughs> good. Then you won't be like cheating on her. Like, yeah, insane. Um, For the next oldest, Mary, played by Jessica Biel, Mary's skeezy ex-boyfriend, Robbie, mm-hmm. if you know, you know. He comes back to town. <laughs> He's a changed man. He starts going to church. Okay. Ugh. And everybody's like, what's up with Robbie? Is he for real? Or is he just trying to get Mary back? You know? The church? Like the church that she goes to? The church. Yeah. That that her dad is the reverend of. Yes. Um, and Eric isn't buying it. Reverend Eric Camden, not buying it. And at one point he tells Robbie, it's amazing how some people find God somewhere between conviction and sentencing whoa isn't that mean (laughs) it is mean it's also like wait he's the reverend isn't it his job to be like bringing god to people exactly it's like so judgmental and weird that's insane wait what's crazy the writing in this show i know they have issues feels like the writers are upset about some stuff sue tenny well she is the bad guy from sky high so evil bad guy from 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 sky high was war and peace He's just the hot no, guy. We think he's the bad guy. He's Will's enemy, Will Stronghold's enemy, because Will's dad put his dad away. Right. His right, dad's right. a villain. But he's a good guy. He's actually a good guy. War and peace. Yeah, it was it was who it was like a teacher. It was the girlfriend, Will's date. Oh, right. Gwen, Gwen, not Gwen Stacy. What did they call her? Gwen Tracy or something. Um, <laughs> but she and it turns out that she went to school with Will's parents and she used like her whatever oh, ability yeah. to the pacifier is what it's oh, called. Oh yeah, she like made her herself like little gadget. Young. Yeah. Creepy. But her name in school with Will's parents was Sue Tenny. Okay. Um, thank you. Thank you for Should we do a that Sky High me. podcast? <laughs> One of my yeah. favorite movies. Uh Simon. So Simon's love uh issue whatever is that his girlfriend (laughs) is uh she breaks up with him kind of out of the blue and he's like what the heck what's going on and he's in like sixth grade or or like how old is he eighth grade okay i did write that down he's in eighth grade so dina his girlfriend is being really weird and she breaks up with him with no explanation and it turns out she has a secret okay she's breaking up with him to protect him because she has a secret and the secret is she's moving no yeah i know she's moving but simon calls cynthia played by brenda song because she knows everything that's going on in the eighth grade and he calls her and he's like what's going on with dina and she's like i don't know i haven't heard anything then later on turns out dina tells cynthia 
like tell Simon that I'm seeing somebody else and that he should move on. He should date somebody different because he doesn't want, she doesn't want to like break his heart, you know? Oh, this is like in Max Keebler's big move and in every other movie where a kid moves, where you like pick a fight with your friend because you want it to be like less hard when you move away. And then you realize that at the last second and you and you hug as your car leaves the driveway. You know, you know how yeah, it goes. Yeah, really sad. Simon basically was like, okay, we'll make it work. Like, I don't care that you're going to be so far away. I'm like, baby, <sighs> you're in eighth grade. Oh, long distance boyfriend. <laughs> long distance boyfriend in eighth grade, dude. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Come on. Those um, are the couples that end up getting married and it's so weird. <laughs> ten it is. times Yeah, out we of were ten. long distance in eighth grade. And then we were together all throughout high school and college. And then we this were is also long 2000. Like eighth graders did not have cell phones. They were True. using landlines. Did they have IM? Um, no. They never really talked about that in the show. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Um, as for Ruthie, Ruthie gets a little boyfriend named Bert, who okay. is a boy that has a crush on her. Ruthie and, and Bert. And this is said in 2000. <laughs> Ruthie and Bert. Yep. And they're like, I don't even know, first grade. They're so young. But um. Ruthie tells Bert, I'll be your girlfriend if you do everything I tell you. Feminist icon. <laughs> I know. She really is. Bert is like head over heels. And she's like, she just thinks boyfriends are people that do things for you and give you things. She says, um, like Simon not says. Wrong. Presents, okay, Ruthie's not wrong. She's not. The she lie. Also, Bert is played by Scott Tara from the movie Motocrossed. He's the younger brother in Motocrossed. Whoa. And I didn't realize this. Do you know who plays the mother in Motocross? Leah Thompson. No, great guess though. Thank you. Uh, Mary Margaret Humes, also known as Gail Leary from Dawson's Creek. Oh my God. What? Can you believe it? I know. What? I know. I realized when I was researching this kid and I saw pictures. Yeah, that's the mom. Whoa. Crazy, right? Whoa. I'm rewatching Motocross right now. Paige, I gotta go. Anyway, that's it for uh, Brenda Song. This has been history for that Brenda Song. Uh, Um, Yeah, so that's really her whole role on Seventh Heaven. It's very small. I think she was in two scenes, but she killed it, obviously. Yeah, and this is kind of a role we've seen her in before. Teenager on cell phone. Teenager on cell phone and also just like really smart and like cool. (laughs) Smart and cool kid. That's what she was on Show the Future. Yeah. Heat in. Amazing. That's it for Seventh Heaven. Before we move on from Seventh Heaven, I did want to ask you, like, has your relationship with the show changed since finding out about uh the the pedophile stuff? And are you still able to enjoy it? Um, I am still able to enjoy it. I will say Eric Camden seems more um sinister now. Just the yeah. character. I don't know if it's because like the context yeah of what I know or if it's just because I'm older now and looking at it you know through a different lens who's to say um, yeah but I do like... still like seventh heaven it's always a bummer for me when those things happen obviously like a bummer for the victims or whatever but also like so many channels won't play seventh heaven anymore so that whole huge cast is missing out on residuals so I always just get like mad when I think about oh, it wow. yeah you know yeah. It's also like, man, is there, is there a way to like, can we just AI him out? <laughs> right. Yeah. Can we just recast? Like, can we just replace him with like Grimace? And it's like, <laughs> we don't ever address it. <laughs> or just cut his storylines entirely. His are like 
usually the weakest. So yeah. And he sounds like he's not even that good of a preacher. No, he's, I wouldn't say that he is. I think that Annie Camden really carried the show. The mother, the mother and Hicks. Yeah. Annie, what else did she do in 2000 hope? Well, I'm glad you asked because she did the <laughs> ultimate Christmas present. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which we actually covered on our last podcast, Endeavor Together. Shout out to 87 Central. You guys can Shout listen. Shout out. Yeah, it's to still our live. Podcast. <laughs> um, this is only the second time that we have covered a movie that we covered on 87 Central. The first time was Cadet Kelly. True. And now we're covering the ultimate Christmas present. So I decided to re-listen to our episode. Okay. And I, I feel like that was better than for me to watch the movie. <laughs> it felt like a better usage of my time. Yeah. I'm glad that you did because I also re-listened to our episode and I wrote down some trivia questions. <laughs> Wait, I also wrote down some <laughs> trivia questions. I'm going to die I'm... if we wrote the same questions. <laughs> well, I, I'm quizzing you on some things that we said as well as some quotes okay okay well do, do you, you want to talk about the movie first or no yeah let's talk about the movie uh in the movie hallie todd the girl with curly hair who's from hallie todd from? is the mom from lizzie mcguire hallie oh. hirsch hallie hirsch the girl from uh flight 29 down yes 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 thank you flight 29 down also a very important show to me in eighth grade. Same. So, honestly, a brilliant show. And also inspired some Sims trauma. I also learned a lot from that show, but in a very different way. Like yeah, how to like, start a fire. Oh. Like how to build a shower when you're stranded <laughs> in the wilderness. You didn't know how to do that before? No, but thankfully now I do. Oh, phew. <laughs> well, it's that girl and she really wants it to snow on Christmas and she steals a weather machine from Santa or what happens? Yeah, right? she, yeah, you're exactly right. She steals Santa's weather machine because she wants a white Christmas um, and she gets it to snow in Los Angeles. But then because it's snowing in Los Angeles, her dad can't make it home for Christmas. Mm, your actions have consequences, Hallie Hirsch. Yeah. And her best friend is Brenda Song. Yeah. And she's like, not that good of a friend to Brenda. What what is she what does she do? Because we said so, that on the podcast and I don't remember her not so being a good friend. Brenda's dad has passed away and Hallie Hirsch is like, I'm not gonna see my dad on Christmas. And Brenda's song is like, At least you have a dad. And Hallie Hirsch is like, You're not over that, or something <laughs> like that. She's like, I thought you said you were over that. <laughs> That's like uh Princess Diaries. In fact, I might even be conflating it with the Princess Diaries, <laughs> but she's just kind of insensitive about her dad's like passing and everything. Well, In why Princess else Diaries, Lily Moskovitz says to Mia Thermopolis, I thought you were over that already. It's been what, three months? Yeah, literally about her like losing her dad. Yeah. Lily yeah, Moskowitz so- also isn't a great friend just in general. And I stand by that. Shut up and listen. <laughs> shut up and listen to my take about lily moskowitz she no, has she is agree she has she is a good friend but she's also not a good friend sometimes she's a good friend and that she provides mia with a hot boyfriend because it's her brother because it's her brother yeah that's yeah. true like if having a hot brother makes you a good friend yeah i just don't want the lily stands to like come for us i mean she's okay in some ways yeah but... anyway anyway 
Okay. <laughs> I have some quotes from the movie. Okay. Because we used to do a segment called Hope Quotes where I would say quotes from the movie and you would have to tell me which ones were real and which were fake. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're up for the challenge? Um, Yeah, I think I'm going to be really bad at it because I haven't watched this movie in a couple years for sure. <laughs> but I'm up for it. Okay. Oh my gosh, Allie. If we don't turn this thing off, we're going to freeze all of California. Okay. The point is, I got to come up with a plan. Some way of getting out of this. Some way of getting out of doing this paper at all costs. One of those is real? Yes. I guess I'd say the first one because it's kind of the plot. (laughs) Uh, The oh my gosh, Allie, if we don't turn this thing off. Freeze all of California. California. Yeah. You are wrong. (sighs) So Allie's doing all of this to get out of a paper, which is something that I don't want to play anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Give me another. Okay. Every time you say, trust me, I either end up in detention or on a missing persons list. (laughs) That's funny. And that's um, Brenda's character. Hi. This just in, the cast of Friends is stuck in the studio. Oh, man. I'm going to say the first one again. The trick question. They are both real. So you're right. You're right. You tricked me? I tricked you. Okay. Literally so rude. Just kidding. But you still got it right because they're both right. Got it half right, but. (laughs) Paige, don't leave. (laughs) I'm done. Finish the podcast on your own. Kicking things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ripping off my lav mic. I don't even wear a lav mic. I'm ripping it off. (laughs) Um, Okay. Another quiz question, AKA in the podcast episode, we both said that if we could have we both like picked our elf names and I wanted to see if you remembered your elf name. And my this was one name. of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we say it together. One, two, three. Oh, God. With our... <laughs> you say yours or you say mine and I'll say yours. Okay. Pepperoni. <laughs> and yours is Poe. Poe. <laughs> That's so funny that we both have the same questions. I love it. it. Any other questions for me? Oh yeah. I've got, I'm ready. I've got questions. Hit me. Do you want some? Okay. Um, in the cold opening of the episode, we're talking about the click books and yes. specifically who we would all be in the click universe. Yes. Which character did you assign to yourself and to me? I would have made ooh. This was college hope and college page. I don't know if that I've never read the click book, so I don't know. Right, right. I'm just wondering if I made myself Claire Lyons or you Claire Lyons. I probably would have made myself Claire Lyons. And then I would say that you were Dylan. You were right Alicia? about making yourself Claire. Yeah, you made me Alicia. Alicia. <laughs> Which those ma- names mean nothing to me. <laughs> well, but it's funny right. because now I would probably give you a different, I don't know. I was trying to think like, what would I give you now? I've changed. You just maybe I maybe I see you as more of a more of a Dylan, but I don't really remember why. That's okay. Hey, that's okay. I'll take it. I just like being thought of, you know. Yeah. Um. Okay. You said that you were made uncomfortable by the pet names that Santa and Mrs. Claus have for each other in the <laughs> Ultimate Christmas Present. I, what <laughs> are they? <laughs> Oh my God. I don't know. I'm going to make, okay. I'm, I'm just going to guess. I was made uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable by the you, pet names. You said you were uncomfortable. You said it, you, here's what you said. You said it wouldn't normally make you uncomfortable, 
But for some reason in this movie, in this context, you were uncomfortable. Mm, okay. I don't know if that helps, maybe. It wouldn't, it actually, it wouldn't normally make me uncomfortable. Uh, hey, sweet thing. <laughs> no, uh, was it a sugar cookie? Uh, um, or That's cute, sugar cookie. It's not it, but it's cute. Um, schnookums. I'm trying to think of, <laughs> like, I feel like that kind of makes me uncomfortable, though. Um, Hotcakes. Sexy lady. Mm-mm. was it mom and dad <gasps> i'll give it to you it was mama and papa yeah okay okay yeah because <laughs> they don't have kids that's what makes I, me uncomfortable i think that's what you said yeah back in 2015 as well <laughs> <laughs> you're consistent yeah, we love that my grandparents call each other like mom and dad sometimes like yeah. in reference to each other but it's like yeah because they had a family together yeah definitely yeah my parents called each other mom and dad like to to us you know yeah um okay when we were talking about christmas decoms and winter decoms i mention one that uh features new year's specifically which decom yeah (laughs) nailed it yeah nailed it started something new um okay this is my last question when you and i were teaching our co-host taylor about twitter you mention a celebrity who had recently followed you. Who was it? <laughs> oh my gosh. Was it Allison Stoner? I don't think they followed me. I think they just liked one of my tweets once. Okay. When I say celebrity, I, I could only mean like, it, it's like Sterling Knight or something. You are, that is, you are, so are in the right vein. Yeah. I know. I know I am. It's that guy who like, is it around UT? Cody Lindley. No. Oh, okay. Then not him. As far as I know, he doesn't have any UT connections, but there is a Texas connection. Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you didn't. Oh, yeah. I forgot when Matthew McConaughey followed me. Do you want a hint? Do you want another hint? Yeah. Same initials. As Matthew McConaughey or as me? As Matthew McConaughey. Marshall Mathers. (laughs) Disney Universe. Initials MM. Mitchell Musso followed me. Mitchell Musso, apparently. That's what you said. Oh my God. Wait, I'm so blessed. And I actually am starting to remember this. I think if you tweet about Mitchell Musso enough, he'll follow you. <laughs> and I think I was. <laughs> I must have I was been. just shocked listening to the episode because I feel like that's something we would bring up every day. Yeah, I don't know why one I of us remembered. That. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. They say that your brain just resets after a couple of years. Actually, I don't know if they say that, but my friends do. (laughs) That's all I have for the ultimate Christmas present, 8, 7 Central trivia. Yeah, well, I'm done. I don't even, I'm done. Okay, I'm over it. (laughs) Well, should we talk about the Brothers Garcia? I would freaking love to, (laughs) because this episode has a lot of similar themes to Love Stinks. Well, maybe not that many, but it's (laughs) okay. It's like a romance episode. The episode is called Love Me Tender. Gotcha. Um, and it starts off with the brothers from the brothers Garcia. Garcia. <laughs> um, two of them are in a uh, a foot race, the three legged race together. Okay, so it's George okay. and like the other brother, and they're in this like three legged race, and they win. And then Brenda Song comes up and like starts flirting with them, and she's <gasps> flirting with the like less popular brother. Like there's like a hot brother and like 
you know, like a less cool brother, as is the trope in a lot of things. And so she's like flirting with like the less cool brother. And the reason that she's like flirting with him is she's like, because the guy was like, well, I won the race, too. And she's like, yeah, but he was on his left foot. That's more impressive. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Love that. Love the logic there. Okay. So there's like, she's, there's like a big, the guy has a big crush on her. He's like looking at her in slow motion. It's this whole thing. And she's like favoring his brother. And then it ends up being that like, he overhears her being like, the plan is working perfectly. Like, I'm making him think I like his brother so that he'll like me. And he's like, I can't believe like you would do that. Like I would never like turn against my brother. And that's the episode. But she's kind of, so she's kind of like a mean girl heartbreaker in this episode. Dang. Okay, Brenda. Look at that range. I know, but it's really good. It's really good. And also this is funny. Like while I was watching it, this is a show like this Nick show was created by a guy named Gibby. And I'm mm. like, is is that a namesake for the character of Gibby in iCarly? Maybe. Maybe. This wasn't Brothers Garcia wasn't uh, Dan Schneider. It wasn't. Right? It was Gibby. Yeah. But interesting. Definitely something to think about. Yes. OK. And so and, and this is important for later. Her okay. character in the Brothers Garcia is named Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's all I'm gonna say on that. Oh, okay. I'm gonna put say a pin on in that. that. Put a pin in um, that. Um, also important to mention that there is a Hillary connection here with Tell me. one brother Garcia, who of course oh. was in a Cinderella story, uh, Bradley Joseph, and also I just googled it right now, um, and found out for the first time that he passed away. Oh, oh, I no. didn't know that in 2017. Oh, my gosh. So. Rest in peace, Bradley Joseph. I know. I'm I'm very sad about that. That is. Wow. I was about to make a joke like, oh, does he only play a brother? Because he's like a brother's Garcia and then like a three musketeer. Oh yeah. He was also in one of my favorite episodes of Even Stevens. When even when even. You know, (laughs) you know that show about the kid named Even Steven. Um, I used to think that his name should should have been Evan. I didn't really get why it wasn't Evan Stevens. Well, the the dad was Steve Stevens. That's that's good enough for me. <laughs> um, but there's an episode where Lewis takes wood shop and the brother Garcia uh, locks him in a hutch and then they call him Hutch Boy. Do you remember this one? Oh. <laughs> and his name is Lloyd and Lewis calls him Lloyd. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've told me about Lloyd before. <laughs> I'm sure I have. It's still so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's really sad that he passed away. I know. I'm sorry to bring it up, but I, I just discovered it right now. Man, that is a bummer. 2001? Yeah, let's move on. Let's move to a lighter note. Can I tell you about this show called Bet? Have you ever Please. seen or heard of Bet? No. Okay. Never. I didn't know about I didn't know anything about this. I didn't know anything about this. <laughs> <laughs> Bet Midler had a TV show, like a studio sitcom where she was like the main character and she was playing a kind of like a characterization of herself. So it's like okay, the love. character's name was still Bet. She was a performer, she was still a singer, but she didn't have like as iconic a career. And she was a single mom. Okay. A single mom who works too hard. 
would you say? Yeah, who loves their kids and never stops. Okay, yeah, I actually I have heard of the show. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it's like it's like a studio audience like kind of show. It was so like fun and kind of bizarre to watch. I feel like maybe I did watch it when it came out like but I don't really know how I would have. You know, it's just like something that yeah, you it's like it, it was familiar me like, to you. Hope and faith. Hope and faith. Okay. Lives, yeah. If that makes any sense. So yeah. the plot of this episode is that Bet is like supposed to volunteer at her daughter's school in a very unrealistic way. It's like they're volunteer teachers and they'll just like give the give the volunteer parent a class and it'd be like, okay, well, I'll teach them something. And it's like, well, that's actually not at all how volunteer works. Is this elementary school? Are we talking high school? We're talking eighth grade. Okay. Yeah. My Pretty, gosh. It is supposed to be like a private school, but it's like okay all the more reason to hire actual teachers I feel like <laughs> <laughs> like p- kids are paying to go there <laughs> good point wild. I just meant like there are no maybe there aren't regulations about this kind there's of thing. no rules like, yeah yeah it's not okay wow <laughs> okay so in the episode Bet is a volunteer teacher and also so is Olivia Newton-John as herself okay Olivia Newton-John is in this show Yeah, as herself. As herself? She's at least in this episode. She's like another parent volunteer. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and the running gag throughout the whole episode is that Olivia Newton-John hates her. And so like every interaction they have is like progressively worse. And like her manager is like, well, you know, Olivia Newton-John hates you. And she's like, what? No, I didn't. And she's like, oh yeah. And then they're like talking about why they hate her. And, and it's so funny. Olivia's like, you know, or Bette Midler's like, oh, are you still mad about like the Grease audition? And Olivia Newton-John's like, you locked me in a box and, you know, like, like oh threw it in gosh. the ocean, like something so ridiculous. And Bette's like, yeah, but it was the seventies. Like we were all doing that. And she's like, and you got the part. You were great as Sandy, by the way. Like, that's the joke. That is so funny. It is really funny. And then the other kind of running thing throughout the show is that the teacher that Bet is replacing, like, is like going through a divorce. And she's like, I gotta go. And she's like always trying to get out of the classroom. And she's like, I'll just take this, like, blah, blah, blah. And so I don't know. It's just like the it's a well-written, like formulaic show, but essentially Bet as a teacher is obviously like inappropriate like it's geography and every single place she's like oh bora bora now that's where i honeymooned with uh my daughter's oh, no. father and let me say it was a real bora bora he's a bore okay like guatemala oh, yeah i went there and let me just say like if you see jorge tell him i still love him like it was like every that's single so place funny. she had like an inappropriate anecdote pretty funny and um uh what's her face um Brenda Song played a student in the classroom and so all of the girls kind of like gravitate towards Bet because they're like you're awesome and you know everything yeah and so there's like a bunch of scenes that happen like in the girls room with Bet and Bet's manager where these girls will be asking the manager like for love life advice <laughs> and they're like talking it's like so silly and funny but I want you to guess there is a guest star, like there is a person who makes a cameo in this episode who asks for love advice, okay. who later becomes a co-star of Brenda Songs. 
and oh. I want you to take a guess. Ashley Tisdale? Yes. <gasps> Is she in? Does she have a scene with Brenda? Um, n- no, she. I don't think she does. I oh think she has gosh. a scene just what with Bette Midler. Odds? I know. And it's so fun seeing like young Ashley. Yeah. she. I mean, she was working since she was young, too. She's been in everything, I feel like. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. It is so cool. And also in the episode, Bette Midler makes a Judging Amy reference, which is funny because then in that same year, Brenda Song is in an episode of the show Judging Amy. Oh my gosh. She's everywhere. She's everywhere. And then I have one final like quiz for you or trivia okay. question. But in the original pilot, the daughter was played by a different actress. And this actress is also a co-star of Brenda Songs. So do you want to guess who originally played the daughter? Yes. Um, Pat Dennings. No. Ooh, that was a good guess, think, though. Think more <laughs> Disney. Oh, okay. Um, or it's a it's one of Brenda's Disney co-stars, technically. Technically, one of Brenda's Disney co-stars, a girl. About a girl Brenda's with a little age. bit more. A girl with a little bit more star power than the actress they ended up going with. Raven. No. That we're talking star power. Yeah, right there. <laughs> do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Or do you want me to get a clue? Lindsay. Lindsay Lohan. No way. Yes. Lindsay Lohan wow. played Bitmaker's daughter in the pilot. Would this have been pre-Parent Trap? I think post. I think oh post. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because I think she would have been like playing like a 14-year-old. Wow. Isn't that That's so fun? This trivia. one episode. Those are good facts. This one episode had so many connections like Lindsay Lohan, Ashley Tisdale, Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> That's awesome. My favorite type of humor is like meta, self-referential, you know, humor. So yeah. I, I'm going to have to go watch this show. Yeah, Sounds well, click link in bio. <laughs> <laughs> what about ER? Um, did you watch? Did you watch I her did. on ER? <gasps> I did watch her on ER. Episode uh, 20 of season seven episodes called fear of commitment and it's brenda song obviously but she's a patient and it's like she received i'm trying to um remember hold on okay wait so in the episode fear of commitment there is an ally mcbeal connection so lisa nicole carson who who's um like ally's best friend on ally mcbeal she plays the ex of one Mm. of the doctors Okay. And there's like a scene where she like gets in a fight with her ex-husband and she's like, I don't want your new girlfriend around our kids. Like she's not good with kids. And he goes, she's a pediatrician. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's good writing. Right. Okay. So then at the kind of like the end of the episode, we meet Brenda Song, who is like, she's not doing well. She's like admitted to the ER. They don't really know like what's wrong. And then they like, I think she like passes out or like has a seizure. And so then they like take her shirt off and they see on her back, she has all these like scars, like burn marks. And they're like, oh, what's that? Like, is, is that what's causing this? And it turns out that like her grandmother did like a folk medicine practice on Brenda's song because Brenda's song like lost her virginity or something or like caught her like making out. And so it, it was like this, you know, 
essential oil that they like burned into her skin. And anyway, she ended up being fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it was, uh, was like a folk medicine thing because they were like feels like call some CPS. like racist undertone. yeah but they were like they were gonna call bit. cps and then they were like no it's traditional and then they didn't really touch that too much mm-hmm. and that's what happened <laughs> hmm. it was a little hmm. like potentially problematic but you know the year was 2001 <laughs> the year was 2001 and I I'm watched kidding. this it's still too bad. many weeks ago that I'm not totally remembering exactly all the nuances, but I think I like ER. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was surprised. That doesn't surprise me knowing your affinity for Grey's. True. You know, medical the drama. The thing is that like I used to find like doctors to be very hot, like mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy, even Scrubs. But now that like, you know, with my chronic illness, I'm like around too many doctors and I'm like, Ew. Yeah. You're not hot. If you if I saw you kiss someone right now, I would throw up. I might but think when doctors I were hot TV, if I ever knew a hot doctor. I had a hot dermatologist once and it was really upsetting. Really? Yeah, because it was like he was gorgeous. He was like the perfect male specimen. And I'm like, can you check out my mole? You oh, know, it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. and he was also like a wonderful guy. Ugh, yeah. Disgusting. It was awful. It was awful. My dermatologist, when I the first time I went to a dermatology appointment, I thought he was like an intern because he looked so young. <laughs> it was straight up like Dookie Hauser. He stuck his head in like I was with the nurse before and he like popped his head in and I was like, they just let the interns like open doors whenever they want. <laughs> I didn't say that, but that was what I was thinking in my head. I was like, that was weird, right? <laughs> no, he was straight up the doctor. <laughs> That's how you know he's a good dermatologist if he looks that young. I guess so, honestly. I got a whole lecture about sunscreen and I was like, that's great. Not what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah. Again, can you check out this mole? <laughs> exactly. I was there for a mole on my hand and he was like, you got to wear sunscreen. <laughs> got it. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. Okay. More in 2001. She's in an episode of Judging Amy. Which right, we touched on this. We just touched on. I'd never seen Judging Amy, but I'd heard about it for so It feels many like another years. hope show. Yeah, well, it's like it would be. Again, I was like, uh-oh, I might need to start watching Judging Amy, but it was actually really hard to find. Like it's not streaming anywhere particularly. Oh, interesting. And I didn't realize this, but she's the Amy is a judge, judging Amy, and it's Amy Brennerman who plays Amy, oh wait, oh wait, it's Amy Brennerman, and her character in the show is Amy Gray, which is funny because she's in a spinoff of Gray's Anatomy called Private Practice. Like that's what I know her from. Yeah, but in this world, she's a Gray. Whoa! I know. I don't know. I don't know if that would if anyone cares about that, but me. But I'm like, whoa, Amy Trippy. Brennerman, Amy Gray. Oh, and also Brenda is in that same spinoff. Brenda is also in private practice. Well, actually, no, sorry. That's <laughs> not that's not accurate. Brenda is in another <laughs> Grey's Anatomy spinoff. There's another Grey's Anatomy spinoff? Yes. Station 11. Station 19. Station 19 is a Grey's Anatomy spinoff? Yes. It's I about firefighters. I famously interviewed to be a office PA on station 19 and was turned down 
Probably because you didn't know it's a Grey's Anatomy spinoff. I didn't know anything about the show, but they didn't ask me if I knew anything about the show. But they could tell that you weren't a Shonda fan. Not the way that I am. It was weird. I was like (laughs) sort of overqualified for the job at that point. So Mm -hmm. I was like, that's why they didn't want to give it to you because then they would know you would negotiate. I wouldn't though. I'm like such a pushover. You're like, (laughs) I'm still a woman. I'm not going to negotiate my pay. What was Brenda's role in judging Amy? So it's really fun because it kind of reminds me of her character in the social network and that she's just like highly intelligent, um, like overachiever type. And she is in trouble for insider trading. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Or maybe maybe it's not even insider trading. It's something even crazier than that, where it's like she is really good at like stocks and bonds and yeah, maybe it is insider trading. Actually, she's like <laughs> hacking into things or like selling things at market value. And then like she's like buying things. And then she's like in chat rooms, like talking about the product, like so that oh. it changes the she's like influencing the the market. Yeah. Yeah. And she's 16 years old. That's so cool. Yeah, it's really she, it's an amazing character. And she's like, I made my first like $100,000 like from trading at like 11 and blah, blah, blah. And essentially Amy gives her like kind of a harsh sentence, like harsh, but fair. She's like, you're like, you know, banned from trading like until you turn 18. And she's like, what? Like, this is so unfair. Like, but she's like, no, like you have this great intelligence and I want you to learn to use it responsibly Mm. because she's like, you're going down a path where you're just so like smart and good at this, that like, you're you're not developing your morals. You're just Mm. doing it because you can. Mm -hmm. And so Amy's like, makes her do like community service or something, but it's awesome. It's an awesome character for her to play. She's just like this super smart, like hacker finance girly 16, like savant. I love that. Oh, we stand. We do stand. And we stand judging Amy. I want I wish I could watch. I know. I put, get it on streaming, guys. What are we get doing? Get it on streaming. Well, that's the end of 2001. And nothing else Brenda. interesting happened that year. <laughs> that was it. Brenda's song was on judging Amy. And that's what they'll write in the history books. Uh, and then <laughs> they go to 2002. And then where, where is she? The Barney Mac show. Yeah, obviously. She's in an episode of the Bernie Mac show. It's called The, the Judging Amy to Bernie Mac Pipeline is strong. Exactly. <laughs> Fun little quiz here. Camille Winbush, who is the niece, the main the main niece in mm. uh, the Bernie Mac show, aka like the teenage girl. She was in what animated movie with a history duff alum? Robots. I hope so. I realized I didn't write the answer anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> the answer is usually robots. I feel safe it has in assuming robots. that. That's so funny. If, you know what? I'll If I'm wrong, I'll, I'll put in something saying I'm wrong. <laughs> okay, perfect. If you don't hear something from Hope, it means I got it right. And the answer is robots. Hey, guys, it's Hope. And uh, we were not correct. It was not robots, which is a lesson to everyone, I think, because when you're going to quiz someone and ask them trivia questions, it's good to know the answer, not just assume that the answer is robots, because it normally is, to be fair, it normally is. 
So Camille Winbush was not in Robots, but she was in Dinosaur, with Hayden Panettiere as the voice of the dinosaur. And now back to your regularly scheduled programming. She's also famous for being in The Secret Life of the American Teenager, which is how oh. I know her most. Who was she in Secret Life of the American Teenager? The uh, Amy's Friends. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. The one who's not the, the redhead. Lauren? Yes. Is that one of their names? It is one of their names, but it could be the Probably redhead's Lauren. name. <laughs> She's maybe Lauren. And she's in seventh maybe heaven. in robots <laughs> okay she's also in seventh heaven oh that makes sense same creator yeah so okay, i thought you that. would appreciate that <laughs> i do i do i appreciate it so much God. I'm so appreciative. i haven't well, stopped in, appreciating it in this episode she is um in this episode she is like getting really frustrated with sharing a room with her younger siblings and she like tries to have a sleepover with a bunch of her friends and her aunt is like trying to keep her siblings away from disturbing the friends and they like mm. end up disturbing them anyway and her little brother like shows them all his penis he like flashes all of the the girls at the slumber party including brenda song because brenda song is in the slumber party and she's also on like the swim team what is the context for that the context Why? is like he was like you know he's like hey you want to see my penis and then he no did. it was more like oh, you guys are doing that? Like, let me show you this. And they're all like, I don't know. It was supposed to be like the breaking point for the teenager. And then she ends up getting her own room because they're like, we can't yeah. do that. That was crazy. Oh my gosh. But yeah, she's in a she's in a sleepover scene, essentially. I would invite Brenda Song to my sleepover. She seems like yeah. someone that's cool to be friends with just in any, in any capacity. It doesn't have to be a sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm coming on too strong, Brenda, let me know. <laughs> okay, well, this is kind of a good segue then because she's plays a, a kind of a similar character in the George Lopez show. She plays like the daughter's friend. And mm -hmm. essentially the daughter, the daughter is like best friends with this girl and they have become friends with this larger popular group, which okay. is spearheaded by... Brenda's song, whose name is Jennifer. <gasps> Stop it right now. Yeah, that's right. Jennifer, potentially the same Jennifer who was in the Brothers Garcia, because this Jennifer is also a mean girl. And Maybe it is the same Jennifer. And guess who she's friends with? Famous other mean George girl. George Lopez. Milena from Lizzie McGuire. Oh my gosh. The mean girls of Disney. The Mean Girls of Disney, but they're they're on George Lopez. What? It's not. That's Disney funny. Channel she was on the Bernie Mac show and then also George Lopez. Yeah. It's like anybody and bet the Bette Midler show. Anybody with a name in their sitcom title. <laughs> she's there. <laughs> she's there. Yeah. When Where's the Brenda Song show? I've been meaning to ask. Oh my gosh. That'd be Can so good, actually. Don't yeah. even start. OK, she's so not the lead often enough. She's not. No. Although I'm okay. Well, I don't, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. In this episode, Jennifer and Melina are like trying to bully George Lopez's daughter's like real best friend. Anyway, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, is it more, impo more important to be popular or to stand up for your true friends? Right. And that's kind of the whole episode. But Brenda Song is like super mean and super sassy to George Lopez. 
even. And they're like mean to the best friend. It's it's all like fat shaming. They're like, they <gasps> call her fat. It's horrible. Oh no. And it's, they do like that thing, you know, um, do you remember it was like form spring where it was like, you could send someone an, an yeah. anonymous like question or an anonymous answer thing. They like do that to this girl and they're like oh. calling her fat in their anonymity. And then it, they reveal to George Lopez's daughter that it's them. And she's like, you can't do that. Like, that's my friend. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I also yeah. hate those storylines anyway, yes. because it's like, when we're talking about a kid's body, it's like an actual actor and their actual yeah. body, you know, it just gives, it makes me feel icky. It does for me too. And then I'm also like, I'm not saying that I would never have like thought of bullying, but I honestly don't feel like I would have thought of bullying if I didn't see it on TV so often. Like, I don't oh, know. I don't know if I'm just naive because there wasn't like a ton of bullying at my school, but like, I never would have thought of like sending someone anonymous messages. Yeah. And then you see that on TV and then it's like, was that inspiring kids to then go do that and be mean? Yeah, I don't know. I never really bullied either. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like, sure. But it's also it's like they're always like really creative about bullying in the movies. And I'm like, we're not really dumping ice cream on each other's heads. It's it's right. different than that. It's more insidious. It is yeah. kind of more like sending mean messages. I was going to say this is kind of it feels like, yeah, that's kind of something that somebody maybe would think of nowadays at least with like cyberbullying, people get so mean online and i do think that just comes from yeah but in 2002 like that is a right. new concept totally okay let's all take some time off and watch cyberbully with uh emily osment yes <laughs> life-changing cinema life-changing we've got we've got the cinema that was good um should we wrap it up maybe we might need to wrap it up save some brenda for the next episode yeah the ultimate christmas present will be (laughs) us wrapping it up (laughs) um mama and papa gotta go (laughs) thanks for listening what should we what should we plug (laughs) listen to my podcast history duffs listen to pod listen to history duffs listen to 87 central if you're why not If you're wanting to know like the full breakdown of the ultimate christmas present yeah, if you just need more hope and page in your life, which you probably do, follow us on Instagram. Sure, yeah. Twitter, we're on Twitter. We're on Twitter. We're tweeting. We're tweeting. Get on there. I don't really tweet, we're but we're on there. We're on there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love it. I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And this has been History Duffs Presents Brenda Song Part Two. Thanks for listening. I'm <laughs> okay, cute.